Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is David from Take2Radio Soaps and Review. I'm subbing for Pam, who is um, under the weather today. And with me, I have Willie. Candace, Hi, everybody. Anthony, and Rachel. Hey, hey. <clears throat> what up? How's how's hey, everybody up. today? Great. <laughs> yes, it's definitely been an interesting start to the new year, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has. So, um, I have I have just um, minor. Um, announcement um, affecting us. Well, not altogether. Um, For all of you who don't know, uh, as of November, Take Two Radio, Soaps and Review, and Christmas Movie Spotlight have been moved, can now be seen on Pandora. Nice. Cool. Right. Congratulations. Yeah. And, yes, it is. Um, We're happy about it. And our Christmas movie spotlight, which is usually from October to December, had a very good season this time. And they will be coming back again this year. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yay, I love listening to those. Too bad they don't do Valentine's Day movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I think we have got a lot to talk about tonight. we got a lot to talk to about. So, do you want to start with B&B? So it's a good place to start. Sounds fun. Let's go, yeah, Los Angeles. Well, um, gotta say, I am interested in what this new angle with Thomas will be. Um, Bill has completely turned me off, um, which has happened before. So you know, it's quite possible that. They'll write him in a way that, that ignites me again. But um, ultimately speaking, I'm a little um, on the back fence with Bold and the Beautiful. It's not really 
It's not really um, titillating me at the moment. It's not clicking? It's not clicking, yeah. I get you. Keep paying attention you know, because there's, uh, there's a part in there that the fans are confused, but that's on purpose. So tune in because you're going to understand why things are going the way they are. So there's a lot going on that it's yet to be explored. Well, there's a lot. You know, the one thing... The one thing that I love about the Bold and the Beautiful is they don't really play with the history too much. You know, if they if they bring back a character or if they, you know, reference something, you know, other soaps that I could mention, you know, completely rewrite history to the point where we're like, what the, what the, who, how, when, where, why? Um, yeah. But their pattern seems to be they drop some emotionally, incredibly riveting at the edge of your seat you know, scene, storyline, and then they go into a plateau pattern for a couple of weeks or months. And, you know, after all of the drama with Ridge, Brooke, and Taylor, um, as well as, as well as the Sheila stuff is, man, Candace, Candace, I, I know you got stuff to say. Okay, so I'm looking at it <clears throat> as a fan, but also as a writer, which I, I'm, I'm noticing now more than ever, I'm doing that a lot. I'm looking at it from a writer's point of view, and I, I don't know if I should stop that or, or whatnot. But overall... Burn a day. <laughs> right? <laughs> Here's to say, I feel as though... I'm going to say this. I'm so interested in the story. I know, so, like you said, Eddie, a lot of people have, you know, voiced their opinions on social media saying that, they're, like, turned off for Bold and Beautiful because nothing's making sense. But here's what I noticed. I have to be, like, a detective with Bold and Beautiful because isn't it <laughs> ironic, right? I feel like Alanis Morissette should have been on here right now. Isn't it ironic, don't you think, <laughs> that we're talking about the night that Bill was shot all of a sudden? How long ago was that? Yes, it is. Like, Four years ago. Many moons ago. Yeah, that was many moons ago. The fact that we got a flashback from Taylor's point of view about what happened that night, the fact mm. that it's always been a theory about Liam being the person. So then you go to Sheila and Bill, two people who we just didn't. And we, again, if you have Bill and Sheila on your bingo card for this year, make sure you put a dot, okay, because I clearly did not have that. But I'm like, okay, what's this about? Why is Bill acting like he's mind-controlled? What's going on here? I'm not going to say much, but put two and two together and see what you come up with. And that's why I'm still intrigued. I'm like, mm, could it be? Could this be happening? Let me find out. Because I'm like, Bill hooking up with Sheila? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't. I'm trying to think how. What is Sheila good at? Kimberly what is the? Said, yeah. What is what is Sheila good at? Manipulation. Manipulation. She's good at manipulation. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And what is something that Bill can't stand? What is the thing that Bill can't stand? Besides <laughs> red, red, she can't yeah. Well, besides Rich, Bill can't stand when somebody has something on him or his family. So oh, yeah. let's just just let's just just say it. Hmm. What, well, let's do the what ifs here. 
What if Sheila knows who really shot Bill? What if that person is Liam? I'm so much left in that story that I got to give right. the writers credit on this. I'm glad that they're refocusing on it because it makes you wonder, just like YNR when they cut off Delia, we always still wonder, really, was it Adam behind the wheel or was it Nikki? So these kind of stories that they're bringing back and focus, now that is good storytelling. I'll give credit for that. So good job on the writers. Mm-hmm. This one. Because, again, it's like, all right, let's take a look and see, okay, again, for Bill to not be saying anything, mm-hmm. right there you yeah. know something's up. You know something is wrong. Yeah. For the fact that Sheila is playing the car, like she really is in control. The only way you can be in control is if you have something on him. Bill would not right. crumble like this. So the fact that he's kind of isolating Steffi, Katie. By the way, have the time, girl. Girl. Yeah, girl, get the Emmy nod. Get the Emmy nod for next year. Um, but even oh, with Brooke, with Brooke, with Brooke told Sheila, shut was fuller. When Brooke said, shut up, it's like, you know, even with Wyatt and Liam, like all the people that, whether they like it or not, care about Bill, <laughs> Bill is completely like a mommy. He's like, he, yeah. he, he is totally like a dummy. But you can tell Bill, it, it's like, again, it's, it's either I look too much into it, but when I look into Don Diamant's eyes, first and foremost, I get lost in them. Um, yeah. But in Bill's eyes, you can tell something is wrong. It's something yeah. is going on, and it's like, but yeah. So I'm going to just say, I'm going to keep my eyes on the story as it you know unfolds. But I think Sheila has something on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag shut up Sheila is uh, trending on Twitter. I think mm-hmm. that's funny. Mm-hmm. So let's hear a little bit from she Rachel. Get something on Will? Nah, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be nah. No, no it, Will. It, it has to be either Liam or something completely out of left field like Katie or something. But my, because, my money is on okay. Liam. Like, okay, let's go there. Okay. Real quick, it's either th- three things, and I'm just going to pluck them out. That Liam really shot Taylor, right? I mean, that mm-hmm. Liam, Liam shot Bill. Y'all know what I meant. That Bill is the father of Steffi's baby, which I know a lot of people has been, you know, saying too. Or, I don't know, something, I don't know, just pick something random. I don't know. Oh, that bill that bill um paid off Sean and Flo to leave town or something. I don't know. You know, the thing about the the thing about the paternity makes a lot of sense too because honestly, you know, I think that they, if you really pay attention the last couple of months, they are definitely paying attention to what the fans are saying. Right? And nobody wants to see another triangle going on yet again. And nobody wants so how do you throw yet another monkey wrench into Steffi's life? Oops, mm-hmm. turns out. And what if all along Sheila somehow machinated the paternity to have been duped the way it was in the first place? So that makes a lot of sense, too. But the reason I say Katie is because if you look at the pattern of Bold and Beautiful, whenever there's a shocker like this, 
or let me, I'm sorry, not like this. Whenever they're building towards a shocker, they, mm-hmm. they tend to they tend to take the person who's going to be the centralized uh, figure of the shocker and, and put them into uh, you know like a holding pattern. So you have the the person who's being manipulated build. You have Katie who's kind of in a holding pattern. Great acting though, don't get me wrong. So mm-hmm. you know it could be either one of those three. Or something completely, but I will give Bull credit up to this point, and I don't think this is going to change. You know, they don't rewrite their history. You know, in, oh my God, uh, you know, let's look at General Hospital for for example. You know, they rewrite so badly that you're like, wait, I was there, I saw it. AKA, you know, Jake dead heart given to somebody else, uh, kidney given to somebody else. Boom, bam, mm-hmm. five years later. But let's hear from Rachel because we haven't really heard from her yet. Uh, so my my two top bold writers over here at SoapDart.com have competing theories that we like to talk about. One of them is that Sheila, with her medical knowledge, is l- like love drugging him into submission. And we actually did an article about what chemicals are involved in love and how could you do this. You know, just talking about the the chemistry of because he's he's like mute and he's he is completely unbill right now. He's staring at the floor. He's letting yeah. someone else speak for him, even when they're alone. And that's like it's one thing when there's a, a a third party in the room, but when they're alone, he's still saying these things to her. So, competing theory number two by my other bold writer is that Bill is plotting a long con to ruin Sheila for good and redeem himself completely and win back Brooke or Katie, or maybe he's aiming for sister wives. Who knows? Um, But so we're back to something is definitely off. Bill is not organically in love with this fiend, and I agree with that. That, that, That's the part of both theories I can agree with, is that there is no way in hell Bill actually loves this woman. Uh, mm-hmm. but, I, Good but today uh, I still really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's there's, there's going to be a lot to it. And then I can add, there's um just tonight's little cadence for Bold and Beautiful. Uh, this umbrella arc, buckle up, because you're also going to have uh, Will, Will return. That's Katie and um, Bill's son. He's supposed to be popping up. And then also... Believe it or not, but here we go. Ridge is going to get a new lover, and so will Thomas yet again. I hope it sticks this time because every time they try with Thomas, they always drop the ball. Can I say something about just real quick, Thomas and rewriting history? Because when it came up earlier that Bold doesn't rewrite history, generally they don't. But the thing with Thomas really bothers me because back in the day, he – did not have a big flame for Hope. He was only nope. sidelining her to help Steffi get to Liam. But he didn't really have a genuine interest in her. He played along. but And then they've created this, like, you know, two-decade obsession. And I don't like that. That bothers me in a, in a historical rewrite. But generally, they are good about not doing that. I yeah. Okay, the train's coming. Well, well. Well, no, not you can hear that. Not yeah. me. No, not I you. really. How about that? Not me. It's from my end. It's from my end. I really would so, not be surprised if, at some point in the near future, we get some kind of Thomas and Sheila scenes. 
I'm just putting that out there. Um, I think maybe by the next show, I've been waiting. we'll have something. We'll have something to talk about there. And Rachel, um, you brought a good point. You brought a good point. Um, the part about Thomas, I agree with you because if you think about it, you go back. They didn't do this until after he was supposedly obsessed with that dumb mannequin. That's where they really got stuck on that. Mm. That with the him, his obsession with oh. It's like, if you're not going to do nothing with it, let's move on. And that's why I'm hoping, like, when I heard about Thomas's new lover, I hope it's someone that is going to be exciting, and I don't want them to, to uh, go backwards. I really loved him when it was Pearson Foday with uh, Sally Specter, but I, but I love Sally Specter at YNR too much to want her back on Bald because they didn't do her oh, justice. I, I feel like I agree. I, yeah, I want her at, at but YNR. But they did don't have a nice romance. Yeah, I think they need to bring somebody else new on for him. And they keep saying they're going to, and they keep lying to us because they keep not. And they keep going back to Hope, who's, you know, to me, just as interesting as, as day-old white bread. So. The man could be, the man is, can be matched with just about anybody. Look at it. I mean, he's, I, I don't know what the oh, yeah. problem is, you know. It's not chemistry because he had chemistry with Zoe. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not a chemistry thing. It's so Thomas is the is the Elizabeth Baldwin Weber, you know, all the iterations that she is. He's the Elizabeth of Bold and the Beautiful. They write they write him into corners that they can't get him out of. Um, you know, and they keep changing his personality. So there's no consistency. You know, the difference between Thomas and 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 Becky slash. Um, Elizabeth is that Elizabeth has a ardent, and I mean ardent, fan base. So no matter what they do to her, her fans are going to find a way to justify it. Um, Thomas, on the other hand, was gone off the canvas for too long. And even back in the day when, you know, I always, Candace is going to slap me upside the back of my head, but I always go back to this. Mm -hmm. Even back on the island with the berries, you know, Thomas never grabbed the attention of Bold and the Beautiful fans the way Liam did. He, um, I, and I'm going to go so far as to even say the way Wyatt did. When Wyatt came in, it was like, oh, he's going to be another Thomas. But they found ways They found ways to make him interesting, to make him, you know, even though they changed his character quite often, they made it flu- They did it fluidly so that it was believable. And again, you know, my favorite iteration of Wyatt was when he was with Katie. Um, you know, and all the yeah. role play games yeah. and things. That was a storyline. They finally broke that. They dropped that too quickly. They they let go of that way too quickly. Let me just say this about Thomas because I think this is not. I can't even compare him to like Elizabeth. I think this is what Thomas was like in hindsight. Thomas is the second fiddle. In other words, just like Thorn, just like you know Mm -hmm. any second sibling. On, like, take a look at Younger Russells with Nick and Victoria. Victoria is the head honcho. She is the boss. Nick is just there. You know what I'm saying? Even though yep. he has purpose, they don't know how to write for him in certain aspects. That's the same thing with Thomas. Here's the thing, and I'm going to say this to the people in the back. Thomas is not supposed to be a saint, and he's also not supposed to be a sinner. He's a complex character. If you know his history, you understand why I said that. He is vying for attention. 
that is that is part of his um his his or is that he wants to prove himself. He's sort of like Ridge in a sense too, where he wants to prove himself to his father to get his father's seal of approval. At the same time, he's trying to come out of the shadows of his younger sister. Let me say that for the people in the back. Younger sister, because Thomas is older than Sandy, right. for those who don't know. Um, yeah. And also the fact is, is that he feels as though he has to get the attention because everybody overshadows him. That's Thomas. That is that is all Thomas, and I feel as though the writers, they're trying to figure out what is his real placement. Is he going to be a villain like Grandma, Grandma Stephanie, or is he going to hmm. be that, you know, okay, you can come to me whenever you need to be scheming, but I'm going to try to, like, get the girl and get the, to get the applause, the applause. Here's here's why they, they it's not gonna work though that way. I'm gonna tell you what a hey, bold. Come here for a second. Come here real quick. Here's what you need to do. You need to hire a Rick Forster to even this out. Because if you get Rick, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna have you're gonna have your answer to Thomas. Why you can't work? Why doesn't Thomas work right now? Is because one. He got all the blame for something that Steffi did. And for those who are going to come after me, keep in mind, this was Steffi's idea for the parent trap situation, okay? Thomas just went along with it because that is what, that's what Thomas does. He rolls with the punches. But then he faces the consequences. Same I do thing want to with see what's going to happen lot. next. Right, the baby. Same, same. Like, to me, he that was start easy. No, he did, but he continued it on. See, that was the right. thing is that, he he. Thomas is also in his head where he feels as though he can be the hero, even though he's a part of the lie. You know, you see what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's yeah. like okay, you had the perfect opportunity to tell everybody the truth, Thomas. And what did you do? You kept it going. You kept you kept the secret hidden. Now we know where you got it from. Your mama. It's like if you keep a secret, you're going to still go along with some things. But the problem is is that everybody seems to be, like, also babyfying him, too. Thomas, Thomas knows that he can get away with so much stuff. Yes, he gets caught and all that. But at the end of the day, everybody's like, oh, baby Thomas, oh, boo, 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 boo. Like, that's why I was kind of glad when Ridge said what he said, even though, Ridge, I'm still mad at you. But it's like. But it's interesting because I I do enjoy Thomas. I do wish, though, they would play certain beats. Like, I do want to see Thomas versus Steffi. I'm sorry. I do. I absolutely love that. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I would love that. If he was a full villain. Yeah, if he was a full villain, opened a rival fashion house and started stealing from them, I'd I'd be down for that. So down. He needs to. And this that, is Thomas. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, and that would be a great way to bring Rick back in, too, because Rick is always being pooped on as well. And if somehow the two of them decided, you know what, enough is enough. We're getting what's off. That would be an interesting, a really interesting turn of events and a great way to go with the show. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Because in all honesty, okay, I feel as though Thomas, in my head, 
in order, if he really wants to do this, like, if he's like, you know what, my family disowned me, I'm going to disown the name Forrester and take on my real last name, Marone. Marone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is what we do. Thomas is not, a, is like, Thomas's talent, because remember, Ridge kept frowning upon him, right? Okay. This is what you do. You call CJ up. CJ Garrison, hey, can you give me some money? Okay, give me a loan. Thanks. Okay. Who is the one designer I know that could probably piss everybody off? The one, the only, Amber Moore. The lady that took Thomas' virginity and everything like that. Start bring his both. This is what you do, baby. Here, work with me. Come with me here. You bring back Amber. Guess what? Surprise, surprise, because Rick and Maya got divorced, right? So guess what? We get Maya. We get we get Thorne to put some money into this because Thorne knows what Thomas is going through. We bring on um, uh, uh, Harrison Alexander. I don't know who that is, but it might be related to Macy. Okay? See, this is, and this is where you get the rival because it's like now Thomas is – also talking to people behind closed doors, who is real big investors yeah. in Forrester, and, and they find out that legacy family. Yep, right. But at the same time, you have the backers. Like Thomas can whisper something, like you know what? Um, did you hear about this? Yeah, their stock, the hope for the future. Can't. Ooh, did you hear about the decline? Ooh, I can totally see that. And that would bring yes, Steffi. Steffi going to be like, yeah. I, I could see, I, in a good betrayal, I could see Thomas side with, like, maybe Felicia or Kristen. Now, that would be some fireworks. Well, I mean, you can hear about them. I don't think Bold, if I'm going to be honest, and this is not a dig to the actresses because, you know, there's been a various, but I feel as though they're, 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 their role in all of this is they're going to probably side with Bridge and them. You need sort of like a dynasty, Kobe's, Dallas type of thing to happen with Bold and the Beautiful, right? That's what we want. We want the yeah. families. At, like, right now, okay, we got Brooke and Taylor. It took 30 years. We got we mm-hmm. finally got some front, some front stuff, right? Okay. But at the same time, you got Steffi, you got Thomas who – in my eyesight, like I always said, they were the ones that's going to break. They, they were going to go at it, each other. Take a look at what's going on with Young and Russell's when we talk about it, with Devon and Lily. That's kind of what I want with Steffi and Thomas. Like, I've always wanted that. And I love both of them. Yeah. But I just wanted to see who was the better one. And it should be that way. It should be that way. Because when the Boat and the Beautiful premiered, it was like a – what was it like a sister to Y and R? Because remember you had Lauren, so I agree right. with you. Yeah, we should have that. That should parallel with with the Y and R. I mean, but that, I mean, but that Up also forward. happened with Thorne. But that also happened with Thorne and Ridge back in the day. See, it's sort of like they were following the footsteps of the whole civil rivalry going on. It's like Steffi is the oh, and Thomas is like womp womp, you know. And we know Thomas is a good designer, but 
You know, he has to prove himself. So, Maroni Design, come in soon. <laughs> well, I think that's a great segue to hop on over to Genoa City. Really, what's been happening yep. lately up in Genoa City? Oh, my gosh. We got everything from um, Devon and Lily are still fighting over this crazy IPO. Jill, I love you, but I agree with Devon. They really... They really should have thought about this IPO a whole lot better. But I'm glad because this is going to bring Jill back because, as we know, Victor has been talking to her off screen, and he's requesting a favor from her. And we know how much he's hating Sally Spectre right now, so I'm feeling like we're going to get a little bit of payback for what Sally did to Summer when she took Summer's job away from her. I think we're going to get a little payback on Victor's side for that. Um, what else? Oh, Daniel, Daniel and Lily are um, they're friends, but no, no, Kim, no connection right now because he's still talking about um, April and Chance and Karen are um, slowly growing closer. Tessa Mariah is still talking about a baby that is off screen. Um, I don't know how you all feel about this with the baby baby story. Can you feel it, or you're like me and just let's move on? I'm not so much let's move on. I'm more like okay, give us give us the hook or give us the you know the bend in the road. Uh, it's 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 not doing anything for me now, but it's not necessarily like turning me off. Um, and and I kind of feel the same. I kind of feel the same way with with um Chelsea. I, it, it's it, you know we had the meat we had the bones, um, but now okay where's the next talk, David? She may be trying to find herself, and I don't know if Billy's going to latch on to her, um, causing with uh, both hands. Well, you can tell Victoria is a little uncomfortable. Oh, Victoria's very uncomfortable. And here's the thing. Something came out in one of the, you know, one of the publication podcasts um, during an interview that really made me stop and pause. And, and the question was basically, you know, is there a way to justify a Billy and Chelsea relationship? So, you know, what would, the, you know, what would it take for the fans, et cetera, et cetera? And I honestly, and, and Candace, don't shoot me, but I honestly would like to see them try. I think, I, you know, it's like the Jason, Sam, Morgan, um, Elizabeth, those, those fans up against each other would be an interesting, you know, dynamic for the show itself as far as publicity and buzz and talking is concerned. And I think these two characters played by the actors that are portraying them right now could pull it off. But it's got to be done really, really, really well. I agree. I'm on board. Rob, uh, I'm, I'm uh, on board, and I think they're going there. I mean, every day it seems like they're going there more. I think yep. there's been enough time, and she did the big mea culpa, and he's no saint, even though, you know, he was raped. But, you know. Candice? Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> so going to the Mariah and Tessa thing first. I 
I'm having a huge issue with this storyline. Because, one, we're not even seeing the majority of it on screen. Uh-huh. One. I there's think there's a reason for that, though. But go ahead. The woman. But it goes to my next thing. As much as I love Mariah and Tessa, <laughs> and trust me, I do, I feel as though having, them having a baby right now is too rushed. I wish... And let me say this from the bottom of my soul. I wish soaps would stop doing this. Thank because you. my whole thing is is that first and foremost, they're both healthy, they're both vibrant. They could you know, down the line. And when I say down the line, give me a year. Okay, yeah. give me a year or two. Yes. And then we can talk about babies. Right now I feel as though their only purpose right now on the show is this baby storyline, which I'm like, oh, you are, oh, 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 okay, Young and Restless. Now, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. You were supposed to do something completely different with Mariah and Tessa. And I feel as though, and, and let me preface this. Let me, just, let, let, let me get on my soapbox real quick. So from bold to days to GH to Young and Restless, hi, I'm Candace. Nice to meet you. I am 40. I'll be, dang, I'm going to say 41. I will be 41 next month. Hello. I don't have no shame in my game and my, my age. But I'm not constantly thinking about babies. Okay? I work with babies, mm-hmm. but I don't want to have one. I want to focus on my career. I want to focus on my relationship. I need for you so to stop doing that right after, like, they get married. I know some people do that. But for Mariah and Tessa, Mariah and Tessa has a has has more to them than just baby, 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 babies. Because seriously, Amen. almost a year ago, to this day, Mariah was giving birth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to me, it's like, okay, what are we do what are we doing with Mariah and Tessa? Because you're proving a point that I was hoping you wasn't going to do, Young and Russell, that, okay, you have a same-sex couple on your show after 48 years, okay, and you just use them for a plot point, okay. And when I say this to Rye fans, y'all, y'all know I love y'all. You know, I'm speak, you know how I feel about this. But I just feel as though I want to see more. I want to see more of them. I understand that this baby, the baby mama might be connected to somebody. I wish it was... Look, I think all of us wish it was Lucy, right? Okay. But obviously this is going to be some new character or, or, or whatnot. I just, I'm, I'm hoping for the best in this situation, but I'm just like kind of question mark, question mark, question mark. Okay. Billy and real Chelsea, quick before, right? Real quick before okay. you go on the next, onto the, the next storyline, because honestly what they should have done is thrown a different monkey wrench into their relationship before going, before going back to this step. I mean, she literally went through the crazy, so to speak, after giving birth, et cetera, et cetera. What they should have done is have something from Tessa's musical, you know, past, oh, hey, you know, this song is now a TikTok phenomenon or whatever it be, and now she's got to focus there and test the relationship, have the relationship come back, 
and boom, now it's time for a baby. I feel like, and I have to say this because I'm from the LGBTQ community, either Mm -hmm. they have to be in the mix of somebody else's storyline or they have to be grounded and made some sort of, um, you know, heterosexual norm couple to be on air, on screen at the show. Go ahead, Candace, take it away. Right. And not only that, isn't Mariah and Devon friends? Thank you. Um, I'm just yeah. asking for the for the people in the back. Because I feel like, yeah. I feel like Mariah should be there. Tessa should be some like I don't I don't know. I I, I just watched the show. I don't write for none. <laughs> okay. Well Billy and Chuck because nobody's working. You got Tessa now working, you got uh, Mariah now um yeah, Mariah. You got Mariah now working. The last time we saw Summer and Kyle talking about them, they're like, oh, Mariah took the day off today because she's going to go uh, see the baby. I wish oh, I could take as many days as some of the characters. I swear I do. Okay. Billy and Chelsea. Go ahead. Okay. Let me just state this right now. I don't want them to be in a relationship. I don't want them because, and, and because first and foremost, and when we talk about dates, I'm going to say it too. I'm having an issue with the fact now. Okay, if Billy wasn't raped by Chelsea, and everything was kumbaya, then yes, I would say they could be a couple. But because but she took that. advantage of him, right? That is my issue right there. Is that you literally took advantage of this man? Now, at the same time, a couple of weeks ago. Before this episode had aired, I, I, I kept saying, you know, I was giving Billy the, the, the reason of why he was around Chelsea. And in the back of my mind, I said, Younger Russell, you better play that beat. You better tell us, the audience, why he's always around Chelsea. I was so freaking happy when Billy said, the reason that he was around Chelsea is because he felt as though he was given another chance to get something right. And when people heard that, of course he went back to the to the life change of Delia's death. If it wasn't yeah. for a simple, a simple thought, or, you know, a simple, you know, <clears throat> um, situation, Delia would have still been alive today. And we all have that. We have those what ifs. What if I didn't leave out the house? Or what if I turned the corner? What if I didn't do that? You know, you have those that lives on for in the rest of your life. So the fact that he said when he saw Chelsea, it was as if it was like, okay, what if he didn't get to Chelsea in time? He was with Chelsea. That was, and he felt responsible for that. So the fact that he feels that way, is the reason why he's around Chelsea. Now, I also love the fact that he also said every time he does something, he says the wrong thing, he does the wrong thing, and it messes up everything. Thank you, Billy. I wish you would have said that to Lily. Yeah. Because I feel as though, mm-hmm. even though you, Billy, has had some setbacks as well, Chelsea is not your crutch, especially now. When you are a person, and this is real talk, when you know somebody who is who is suicidal, you cannot dump your problems onto that person because mm-hmm. two things can happen. Two things can happen. The person who is suicidal will soak in not only your feelings, 
but their feelings on top of their the, their issues. And that makes them, their brain go berserk a little bit, okay? Also, Chelsea is very fragile because of the Johnny stuff with the Victoria stuff. So right now it's like, Billy, you need to separate yourself, and that's what Lily was trying to say. And also, if you didn't, if you did, if you haven't figured something out, Chelsea is starting to become self-dependent on Billy. Yep. Which is a they're no, no yeah. therapy. They're heading yeah. towards codependence. Yeah. Right, and that's the scary thing yeah. because for her to flash back to with the pillow, the not the pillow, the blanket, it's like okay, and now Billy and Lily aren't really talking. It's like. Hello, you know that's giving more of a um, leverage to Chelsea. Younger brother, I see what you're doing, yeah. and I'm going to say this. I know some people aren't going to do it, but I'm going to applaud you for that because you're really making me see all the like. Again, I just broke that down for some like some of y'all probably wasn't even thinking that. You're like, damn, okay, yeah, okay, I see it. But that's where. It, that's what I'm saying, and I'm still getting this kind of weird feeling. I don't know what it is about the outcome of the storyline because you, you got, got the Daniel. Right, I mean, you have the kids. You have because everybody is walking on eggshells around Chelsea. Yeah, there's going to be collateral damage. You can feel it. Well, you're already starting to feel it because Billy and Lily can't even look at each other. One. Yeah. You have Victoria. You have Victoria and Billy kind of at odds regarding how the whole Johnny situation was. Victoria's trying. Right. She's like, Lord, like, okay, I know this is the biological mother, and I know that I'm supposed to do right, but ooh, this is irking me. And then you got Adam. Mm. (laughs) Adam is Adam is all upset because he feels as though he's being isolated because remember that's what the fight was he started a fight with billy he's like you want to be chelsea savior okay adam but you know it's just it's a mess it's a mess rachel um wynar is messy right now but i'm honestly enjoying it more than i have in a while because Mm -hmm. Sometimes Y&R goes down this path where there's so many business meetings and stuff that I feel like I'm at a job watching it, and it's painful. You know, I always yes. skipped out of meetings when I had a real job, uh, and I don't want to watch them on my soap. Um, I, I'm enjoying what's happening. Um, I feel like Chelsea and Billy, I feel like they're going to go there, and I feel like they're going to shove it on the fans that aren't happy about it because of the rape issue, they're going to, I think they're going to go there anyway. And I think they're, you know, going to be codependent. And I don't think either of them is going to bring out the better in each other, but I like them messy. I like them both messy. I, I don't want Chelsea jumping off a roof, not that messy, but aside from that, I enjoy their, their messiness. Um, I want Adam out of it, you know, cause he's not good. Um, I don't like Victoria right now, and I think she really needs to get laid. That's what I think every time I see her. Uh, and I think Tucker's the man who's probably really happy to do it because he'll bang anyone yeah. is lately, you know. Yeah. So I feel like 
And and you know and that would rub Victor the wrong way. He's, He's going to bang Phyllis. Watch. Watch. Trust me on that. I think, might, <laughs> I think he might bang them both. What? I think I, I agree. I think we're going to have a both situation. Yep. Go ahead. Tucker is going to put his penis in anyone who holds still for longer than five seconds near him, yes. which is great. I <laughs> know he's doing that after Ashley left. That's why I'm laughing, my, that's why I'm laughing so loud about this with Tucker. He's acting like the, the, the hen in the hen house. He's got all these women that are running around in uh, with General City. Well, now that Ashley's gone, he doesn't have no excuse to be good. Right, and he yeah, he wasn't even being good when she was around. So, yeah, I I think Tucker is definitely going to try to bang Phyllis and Victoria, and I'm down for it. I'm down for him to do it for both to both of them, and then both of them find out, and then they come to you know burn him down. Yep. I really I love Stephen Nichols, but I love this recast this recast. Um, I yes. love the way with Trevor. Yeah. The, the way the way that Trevor plays scenes, putting the feet up, messing with people's stuff. That that creepy thing where he was sniffing Aldra's jacket. He's just always doing weird things, messing around with the props. I just love watching him. He's so much fun. Um, I'm so thrilled they brought him back, and he's he's my favorite thing right now. And I think he definitely needs to knock the bottom out of Victoria and improve her attitude. So. Mm-hmm. Well, well, okay, let me ask a question for you, right? Nate okay. or Tucker? Nate or Tucker for Victoria? For Victoria, Tucker. Yeah. Tucker's definitely, because it's going to aggravate her dad. It also brings back that Ashlyn Locke, really older dude thing. And, I, you know, Nate is so pretty to look at, but I just don't like him. Uh, so, and, and I... I I feel bad for Elena even being in his orbit. I think him and Audra can go off in a corner and hump, and I wouldn't. I, I you wouldn't know what? I, I'm going to tell you <laughs> something. I saw it. I saw that chemistry between Audrey yep. and, and Nate, and I was like, yep. oh, and man, she's going to get him say. into her. Yeah. Yep. She, she's got him yep. already in her, in her web yep. lock in her orbit. and everything. But the crazy thing is, going back to Tucker real quick, to Trevor St. John, for some of us who watch, you know, Trevor on One Life to Live, this is up in his warehouse of, yeah, yeah, of how definitely. he plays Tucker. I think the one thing, because, again, when there's a recast, and like you said, Stephen Nichols, first of all, we got to remember that the father from Boy Meets World was the first one. And then Stephen Nichols took it to a whole different level, okay? And then you have, you know, Trevor, and I remember, you know, again, when he had scenes with Eileen Davis, you know, and everybody else, he was like, bump, like, dude, have you been on the show already before? But I think we all had a little, we were reserving our feelings when we saw him and Devon because we have to remember Tucker is Devon's dad, right? But Trevor yep. and Brighton James... Right. And they're not that far apart in age. I mean, probably like 20, maybe 15, 20-year difference here. But it was like they're more bros than father and son. Yeah. But I, I feel as though, like, right now with Tucker, like I said, I, I, I think he's going to bang Phyllis. There's going to be bang, <laughs> oh, bang I agree. The room, I wouldn't be surprised. Bang, bang in the hall. I've got a question bang, for bang. you, Rachel. i got yeah. a question for you, Rachel. Why is it that we, some of us fans, because I feel it too, why does it seem like the writers are writing Phyllis almost like a high school drama 
with her and Daniel. Because when she's talking to Daniel, she's like, I only give you 80%. He's like, no, Mom, I need a, I need you at 100%. Why do you think the writers are doing that? Because Phyllis is an adult woman. She shouldn't be doing teenage dialogue. It just feels off. Well, the, her whole vibe right now is very, very immature. The whole vibe she's given off, I mean, she's always been, you know, one who will do anything if she feels like it. But mm-hmm. I feel like she's untethered, and they they don't know what to do with her. Like, she's promising him on the next show that she'll, you know, stop obsessing about Diane, and it's like, eh. I'm very frustrated with her. I don't enjoy her in most scenes lately because I just she aggravates me right now. Yes, um, yes. It's and catty. I guess very something catty. with Phyllis too, though. With Phyllis, you know, he was her best friend child. He was her redemption child. She was never the the mother figure. You know, she, she thought she was the world's best mother, and then she thought she was the world's worst mother. But she was never really the the maternal mother figure. They were friends more than they were mother and son. So well, she didn't. Kind of, she didn't raise him for the most part. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, I mean, that, lot, that's why. There's a lot to be said for, and that also kind of spills over into Tucker and Devon too, because you know I hate when soaps, you know, reveal. It took years for. I, I keep going back to GH because it just played every single storyline you can think of at this point. But it took years for Bobby and Carly to come to actually being mother and daughter, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, in both of these relationships, you have the untraditional parental-child relationship. And so as much as the character of Phyllis is annoying me right now, I at least like that, they, you know, that, it hasn't, that they haven't changed what their relationship was that he's been off. You know, they, they so tend to think sometimes that if a character has been off screen for so long that they can bring the character back and change a bunch of relationships, and none of us who have been watching since the day the damn soap came on the air is going to say, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, hello, hold up. Let's hear from David real quick, and then I want to get into Diane. David? Yeah, I think so, too. The, All right. The, Phyllis has been so catty, <laughs> we, and there's been, like, um, well, I think she has raised him to the best of her ability, but, you know, it doesn't come off that way. And I have to agree with Rachel. I mean, she she comes off very immature and irritating, and she needs something. She well, she's also, her, her, her whole raison d'etre lately is she's reactionary. She doesn't have a storyline of her own or a motivation of her own. She's, like, reacting to Diane. She's reacting to Sally. You know, she doesn't actually own a storyline right now. So let's, let's start with Rachel this time. Um, Rachel, talk to me about Diane. Are, are you, have we gotten what we were hoping for? Are, are you feeling it? Where are you with Diane right now? So I, I wasn't watching when Diane died, and I, know, and I, I wish I was because I love Maura West. Um, you know, I, I don't feel like, I, I kept hoping she was up to something, like there was another layer to be peeled back off her mm-hmm. under, which she was. And then I, you know, over here at Soap Dart, we were like, maybe she's working with Jeremy. And it's like, nope, I don't think so. Um, who is another honk who's wasted and he could also bang Victoria as an aside. But um, 
I feel like that with Diane and Jack, you know, they're they're back to at a spot where they were because I've looked into their history because I wasn't watching then. But without Phyllis being there in between them because she seems to have just thrown up her hands and walked away. So other than Stark, they don't have any obstacles. I, and I know that Kyle's going to have some issues with watching his parents get together because I think he's unlike the – like younger children who see their parent, divorced parents getting close, it's like, oh, maybe they'll be together. But I think he's worried that they'll be together, and then he knows inevitably it's not going to work out, and then he might lose his mom again. You know, I, I'm, I'm enjoying her. I'm trying to understand where they go from here, you know, because she's really? never going to have widespread acceptance. Yeah. Um, really? I'm over Diane. <laughs> I'm over Diane because the last scenes that I saw with Diane and and Jack, uh, they made love, and then the next time she goes downstairs, and um, oh, I love Tracy. Tracy started it. Uh, she said, "Oh, I wonder how Ashley's going to react to this." Um, it's a good thing she's in Paris because she'll have a reaction. And all of a sudden, Diane goes to four. What was it like a 180 turn degree? And she starts acting mm-hmm. like she's playing hard to get with Jack. And she's like, uh, I don't want to see she's announced that we're going public yet. Mm. It's like, come on, Diane. Just go ahead and pack up your bags and leave. I'm I'm over, Diane. She can <laughs> David. Well, I I'm in I'm sort of in the minority here because I I'm hoping that she's on the level on some point. I think she does have I think she does care for Jack. I think I know Jack cares for her a lot, but I'm I'm sort of rooting for him because I'd like to see it happen. But I know you know nothing's ha- happily ever after, and I know there's going to be repercussions, especially from Kyle. He's not going to go for this. So you know, I'm, I'm, hoping- I'm waiting for that. Yeah, I'm waiting for that moment where Kyle goes come, almost Thomas off. You know, and just let everybody mm-hmm. have it. Um, and, you know, and they've got the actor who can do it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but as far as Diane is concerned, um, um, I don't feel like we got. I don't feel like we got what was what could be worth it for the return. And like Rachel said, there's no other. There's no underlayer. There's no, You know, and if they come out of the woodwork and shock the hell out of us with something. I might change my mind, and y'all all know I've eaten plenty of crawl up on this show. Um, but at the moment, I, I don't feel like it, it, it's, uh, it's 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 not interesting. All right, Candace. Okay. Candace. Right. Can- oh, so, there we go. Okay. So here's the thing. All right. First of all, we we need to uh, address that. James Hyde's contract was extended. So what we saw was the first part before they extended his contract. So right. I know for a fact that Jeremy is going to come out swinging. Young and the Rustlers, if you did not learn your lesson with Ashlyn, you need to read, you know, that, you know, just take a look at your notes and call us later. Here's with Jack and Diane. Here's a ditty about Jack and Diane. Okay. With Diane, I've always said this from jump. I don't trust her. I know many people are like, well, she hasn't shown anything. She hasn't done anything wrong. 
All she wants is to be a nice mother to Kyle and try again in her life. Boo-hoo. I've heard that before. I feel as though, like, she's plotting secretly. She is plotting. She is, like, using her quote-unquote innocent act and stuff like that. Because let's be true. How did, how did we find out? The, the reason I say that is because I go back to Allie. The fact that she duped Allie. By the way, Young and Restless, I know that y'all need to play Allie a little bit more. That's, that's what I'm going to tell you. Now, with yep. Jack, yeah. Jack, 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 Patty Whack, Jack. Um, I get that you feel a certain type of, you feel responsible for how you, your treatment is towards Diane because of Kyle. That's what this is based off of, is Jack is trying to give Diane the benefit of the doubt because it's benefiting Kyle. Kyle is getting to know his mother, okay? But at the same yes. time, Yeah, and Jack, also it feeds into Jack's yes. I need to be the hero, world, you know, Right, exactly. And that's what I was going to say is that Jack, Jack got himself roped into a jewelry heist of his friend and ex-love, Nikki. Now, Jack, I don't know if you watch Law and Order or uh, CSI or whatever, but you like to go to jail for this, right? Okay. So Diane is like with her Betty Davis eyes. Y'all know some reference in a lot of songs tonight, right? Okay. It's like worming her way into your heart, and you're like, okay, I'll do this for you because da-da-da-da-da. Not realizing that Diane could be plotting. And I agree. I feel as though, because I said this one time before, it would be messed up. It would be the twist of the twist. If not only she's working with Jeremy, but also with Tucker, too. Oh. Mm. Yeah. That would be a fun twist. That'd be fun. Because, That'd be fun. Because... Because to me, it's like Jack is, is because if something goes, to, because I think this is the big thing. Everybody yeah. wants, quote, unquote, the mean girls to face their consequences. By mean girls, that's Phyllis, Nikki, and Ashley. Okay. Ashley's over in Paris. Nikki got her necklace stolen. Phyllis is, well, she's Phyllis. She's Phyllis, right? Okay. The thing is that at the end of the day, Jack is going to get hurt. Jack is going to get hurt. And it's sort of one of those things where, sadly, yes, Jack, Jack is alone. Jack is alone. Like, he, you know, when Tracy and Ashley comes to the house, it brings him joy. When Allie comes, you know, through, it brings him joy. To see Kyle and Summer and Harrison and all that. So to have Diane. So right now, Jack is in a happy place. But here's the thing about people who show their emotions. There's people out there who knows that you show your emotions and uses you. And that's what I think Diane, like, I, I truly believe Diane, yep. first foremost, let me say this. I truly believe Diane does not want to hurt Jack, but. But she's willing to sacrifice him for what she really exactly. wants. Yeah. But yeah. you quote a good Madonna song, it's human, na- it's human nature. I like how you did that, Well. Mm. Uh, I got I got a surprise for the group. I've got two spoilers, so get ready. And I know oh, we're going to have Peter Bergman on the phone. Okay. This is going to be fun. Okay. Somebody gets kidnapped, and someone proposes 
And it's an unexpected pairing nobody expected. Okay, Harrison about to get kidnapped. Mm. I'm sorry. I, you know, the kid, I love the babies. I love the kids. Y'all know I do. And proposals. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, I, what? In my head, in my head, I think I know. <laughs> Come on, Candace. Oh, and tell I, me. Come I on. I forgot Adam reconnects oh, with an ex. <laughs> if... <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Because it's okay. I got to pick between the two because somebody else, another couple just popped in my head. Okay. Based off of what I know, I'm going to say Sally and Nick. That's what I'm and, thinking. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. And the mm-hmm. other yep. one, by, by proposal because of business stuff, I can see Tucker and Phyllis. <laughs> you know why? Put it Tucker got married, that would be, that would be the ultimate. Well, they it, make, be it like would make sense. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It makes logic sense because I'm a tight seat. Again, I watched too much detective. Rachel, you probably, you guys probably figured this one out too. Isn't it ironic? Again, me, the song, right? Okay, Tucker wants to get involved again with Devon. Devon wants to take back Hamilton Winter. Okay, Daniel is going to be working for Lily and Devon, right? Okay. The only way that Tucker can get kind of close to Devon is to kind of be on his same level or maybe even be on the same team. I don't know. You have Phyllis, who may have her back up against the wall. He might blackmail her. So that's where I'm going at with this. I watch too much soaps. And don't forget, Jill <laughs> is also Tucker's ex, too. So it's going to be a really That crazy. is true. It's a big, it's a big conundrum. Mm-hmm. All right. By, you know, by vote, do we want to go to Salem or Port Charles? Let's do Port Charles. Let's get this over. All right. Let's do Port Charles. Mm. Okay. Okay. Let's, uh, let's start with Candace. Oh, why me? Okay. <laughs> um, let me try. Let me try to find something nice to say. Let me let me try to find something nice to say. Um, it's good to see Elizabeth in in a lot of scenes. Yep. You know, Amen. seeing more Rebecca Herbs. See, seeing more Rebecca Herbs. Okay. Okay. Um, that was the nice thing, right? I did, I did it, right? Okay. Yeah. That was can a I nice now shame thing. the devil? Can I now shame the devil? Go ahead. Can I please shame the devil? GH, what the heck did you do? What did you do that I said I didn't want you to do, but you were going to do it anyway? You built it all up. You built it up. This has been six months in the, in the making. You mm-hmm. built it all up that Carly knew the paternity of Nina's second child. You've been playing right. the beat that Willow was going to succumb to leukemia. You were building all of this up. And what did you do? What did you do? They I'll dropped tell it. You what you did. They dropped it. Yep. And just Damn. in the words of Claire Huxtable, it was no big fun. It was no big fun. Okay? You had the 
opportunity. Oh God, you had the opportunity. This was your. This was the. This was going to be explosive. And again, I keep saying this. You have the ingredients. You have Emmy Award winner Laura Wright, Cynthia Watros, right? You got, yes. for us who look. Some of you guys just know them on General Hospital. But for some of us, we knew them from Dying Light, okay? So we know when it's time to play, it is time to play hardball. You dropped the ball the last minute, GH. The reveal was nothing to what we all thought it was going to be. The fact that, first of all, let me go back. The fact that Drew, let me sit down for this. The fact that you get, you had Drew singing Carly's praises, uh, wrong, Mm-mm. nope, nope, and no. Two, nope. okay, you had the reveal in a church. First of all, who's going to let right. Carly and Nina go into a church in a chapel yeah. with nobody around? Knowing good and well, holy water can be used as a weapon. Yes, it can. Well, but you like nothing came from this, and what made it worse was nobody faced any consequences. Okay, Michael should have been mad at Carly. Well, I understand why. Thank you. He was like for for a split second until like well, here's the thing about Willow. Willow, I was your, I was on your, look, Will, for anybody who's heard my voice on this show, y'all know that I've liked it, Willow, because one, she was a teacher, I was loved, teacher. I was like her dynamic and stuff, but GH, you did something too that I just was like, well, it happened, you made me dislike Willow to the point yep, me too. where I was like, girl, I hope that bone marrow does not match, because Amen. You're Amen. like, I'd rather die than be been saved by you. Harmony was a better mother. Harmony got you raped, woman. Yep. Harmony yeah. Harmony put your life in jeopardy. Okay, Miss Thing? And two, you should be, like, if I was Nina, and I said this, because all this stuff, if I was Nina, I would have said, you know what, let me think about it, and walk out. Switching and everything. Yep. Okay. Yep. This, oh, Candace. Okay, story, I got to jump, yeah. jump in here now. Okay. So, so here we go. First off, Candace, I completely agree with you. I love Cameron Matheson. I absolutely adore him. I know him as a human being, but oh Ooh. my God, no. What have okay. they done? First and foremost. Exactly. First and foremost. You, General Hospital, I was praying. I was saying Hail Mary's Holy Rosaries. I was doing, um, you know, Google rituals. for you, GH. Yes. Uh, yes. That... This would have been the perfect storyline. Somebody should have found Carly's little piece of paper and went straight to Nina. Nina, and this should have all happened off screen. What they should have done was have Willow die, except somebody found out Mason and Austin's secret also. So they blackmailed Austin into helping them convince everybody that Willow was dead, shoot Willow off somewhere for a couple of weeks, let the showdown begin. Let everybody, and I love everybody that listens to the show on the regular basis. Those Carly is probably my number one soap character ever. 
the last couple of years. Oh, God, I don't know. Um, but having said that, I love me some Carly, but let everybody in the damn town of Port Charles have their come up and on Carly and yes, then bam, do the reveal. Nina drives off somewhere. She opens up the door to her house and boom, there's Willow and Nina's. And Nina's carrying the baby. And we got them. Better even, they'll come out the kitchen with like the, the next bucket with the bottle. Okay, we ready. Oh, I like that. They had, they what, had the perfect but, day. But Anthony, I, I got one even better for you, okay? Take, mm-hmm. take a look. I'm going to go with you, right? But check this out. Okay. Let's just say somebody over here on Thursday, right? Carly is in the chapel. Says everybody wants to be in the chapel? Let's do it. And Carly is like, uh, or, or somewhere where somebody can either eavesdrop or hear whatnot, right? And she says, mm-hmm. nobody's ever, nobody's ever going to find out that Willow is Nina's child, right? Okay. You even had Drew. You had, um, let me see, who else? Sonny. Or you could have had Christina. I'm just using Christina because yeah. homegirl needs a story, right? Okay. You had it where, no, better yet, have it, have it be Nina. Have it be Nina that found out, right? And Carly is like, what are you doing here, right? And then something, I don't know how it would work, but then they go in, into the main hall, right, the nurse's station, right? And Carly is walking. Sonny and them are all looking like, what the heck is going on? And then Nina, Nina's like, you, you know, you SOB, you know, you, what did you just say? And Carly's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she was like, no, I heard you say something about Willow. Here comes Michael. Michael comes out and says, what about Willow? Fade to black, come back, commercial break. Okay. Carly is, has no choice but to tell and say that Nina is Willow's mother, right? Think about the way that Lulu dragged Elizabeth in front of the hospital. Now apply that to Nina dragging Carly yeah. in front of everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the fact that Michael is like, is this true, Mom? Did you know that Nina was Willow's mom? Have Drew say, you told me that you didn't know. It's like Carly has no, nowhere to turn. That is how you do an explosive reveal. That's a good, I like yeah. the way you do that. Too bad they're not. Really? But, but, but how did you mess it up? Okay. Uh, where yeah. to begin? Okay, here we go. Um, like the rest of y'all, when Willow was all into it with Nina and being a little grateful brat, that's where they should have brought crazy Nina out, crazy Annie from Garden Light, take it all out on her and say, you know, like what, what Candace said about kind of like thinking about it, but let the fireworks begin between mother and daughter again, but in, an, in, a, in a, on a whole new level. And also on another note, I wanted to add that they made another mistake, and that was today. I won't spoil it if you haven't watched it. But no, 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 spoil it. Go had, ahead. The build that they had, that one is also – um, it, I tell you what, I was like, I don't know what to think on this one because they had the ball, and yet again, they drop it. 
Mm-hmm. And you'll get what I mean when you watch mm-hmm. the episode. If you didn't watch it today, watch it, and you'll get to know what I mean. Um, but, again, GH, you need to focus on the stories that you've got and quit dropping the ball because it's just going nowhere. What ball do you think they dropped today? Go ahead and say it. It's all right. You can say it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, we all know that Jocelyn dumped Cameron, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cameron went over mm-hmm. to Cameron went over to Dex. Jocelyn's room and Dex opened the door. Yeah. He went over there, there to tell her about the cancer, that a braid or whatever, and he didn't know that she knew. So when he went over there, there comes Dex opening the door shirtless, and there's Jocelyn. And what I didn't like was the fact that here's the chance for him to see that he was betrayed, and she's telling him, don't tell on me because if you do, then Dex gets in trouble. And he's just like, all that anger, all that frustration, they could have gone more with it, but they didn't. They just kind of like... They uh, held back. They held back, and I hated that because this is... This is another big story that they could have really done really good with it. And don't get me wrong, the actors themselves are doing a great job. But the material and the storyline are not connecting, and that's where they messed up. They should have let Cameron go off a little more. They should have let Cameron go off a little more. That's Liz's Liz's son, and his dad is Cam. What what was it, Zender? Or yeah, Xander. Like Xander. Xander. Let all that come out. Let all that come out. Let all the frustration <laughs> come out. It's just like what happened with Liz. They did the same thing with Liz. They 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 kept it low key, and all of a sudden it's like her memory. She got it back, but again that build up it 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 didn't go nowhere because they dropped the ball. Again, it's like what Candace said. Come up with this great story, but when it comes to to pull that direction, they drop it. Okay, so David, what about you? Let's let's stick with the with the um, reveal first, and then we're going to switch over to the next storyline. Oh uh, well, I I think there was a little lacking with the reveal. Um, I don't I don't see it as much of a big drop like that it should have been. And plus, I think the bigger surprise is if you saw if you saw the bumper for this week, it looked like Nina is not a match either. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me just look this yeah. right now. I looked Reference at the promo. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 I did. It did. It did look like it. I'm gonna tell you something right now, GH. Let's have another kumbaya moment. A couple of years ago, right before the pandemic, I believe. Mm-hmm. Anthony, me, and David, we was all on here, and we was talking about how Willow is probably Nina's long lost child, right? Look at. Oh yeah, yeah. And. We then said it probably, you know, if, if, if they're going to do twins, maybe it's Sasha, right? Okay. GH, right. You, you try to do this. You use like, aha, we're going to have Nell be the child. Shocker. Okay. Something tells me y'all trying to do another, you're trying to rouse us again. 
In other words, you're going to probably say that Willow is not Nina's, which means that Sasha might be the daughter. <sighs> GH, stop. Please. Mm-hmm. I'm begging you. I am begging you to just, just, just I, I, I can't even say anything about this storyline because I feel as though, one, this was a waste of, I, okay, act, okay, let me just do this. Acting performance-wise, good stuff. Yep. Good yes. stuff. And that was my next point, but go ahead, Candace. Yeah. However, yeah. the execution of the storyline and GH, look, and, and you know, uh, <laughs> it seems around this time, period, you do it all the time now. I'm starting to, I'm starting to question some things. It's like there's such buildup and such hope that all of us fans are, like, holding our breath because we're like, okay, this is the moment. This is the moment that we've been waiting for. And then all of a sudden it's sort of like we're all getting punched in our gut, and all the air is, is coming out. It's like, <gasps> and we're you know, disgusted. You know what that would say? Oh, go ahead, Rachel. I was just going to say, they can redeem it, though. I do agree that it was – I'm jumping in. I haven't had my turn yet. I'm sorry. I, do you want to finish what you were saying? No, no I okay. mean, because so, okay. you're going to say the redeem. You're going to say the, the favorite word that GH uses. One of the – if I could do a vocabulary <laughs> of words that GH uses a lot, is redeem or, re, well, or recon. But, but in, in the back of my mind, this would be like the redemption from hell. So let me just say real quick that just about the reveal – Carly's scale of morality is broken. She's putting her foot on there to add pounds. Harmony had her daughter raped. She was a monster. Nina banged her husband and was kind of a bitch at parent-teacher conference night. There's not a scale where Harmony is a better human than Nina. Nina's annoying. Exactly. Okay, whatever. Right. She got amnesia. She's, no, she's not a cult wench like Harmony. So she was self-justifying what she was doing because she still butt hurt that Sonny's over there with her. And just side note real quick, I picture, I always look when I see Sonny and Nina, and I like Sonny, uh, Cynthia Watros playing off Maurice Baynard. It would be, uh, to me, unwatchable if it was Michelle Stafford still in that part. I think it would be I so have to agree with weird. that, too. I mean, I, I, I love Michelle Stafford. chemistry. It would be yeah, crazy. it would be a different so, kind okay, of chemistry. Okay, so here's my redemption note. I, I don't know if Nina's going to be a match or not because General Hospital is so bad about piecing promos together so misleading. Like, I mm-hmm. just the mm-hmm. same Okay, and Days is the same way. They all do it, but GH is real bad about it. Um, but here's what would be fun is if Nina wasn't a match and then Nell crawled her horrible self back up out of that river and Willow had yep. to put her awful twin sister's DNA into her body to save her life. That would be yes. horrible to think about, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I'd rather have Nell than Willow, though. I'm All right. So, Willow's a I, I, I wet say, issue to me. I don't like her. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how they can... Because also you said something about Carly, and real quick, and and this is probably why I'm having – this was probably why I did not uh, uh, really like this storyline, 
is because Carly is the is the gatekeeper of paternities in Port Charles. Oh yeah. 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 This is number eight, by the way, for those who are keeping track. But the fact yeah. that for Nina <laughs> for Nina, this is her second child that Carly has known about and kept it from her. So to me, right. again, Carly, you're upset about a lot of things. Take a look in the mirror to find out how all of this pretty much started. You kept, just like Thomas Abode, you kept a secret when you could have been completely honest. But because of your hatred for somebody, you put on more damage than anything to the point where Willow is going to pro- is, is is it took Willow's death like like okay I need some bone marrow and everything for you to try to quote unquote be the hero. <laughs> what Carly and Thomas are the same now, huh? Well, and and if you think about it, like Carly kind of halfway reaching to, to, to keep Nell from falling off the cliff. I don't think she tried real hard. And then she yeah. almost, you know, metaphorically let another of Nina's children go off a cliff to certain death. Yeah, Carly it would have been so much more impactful that way. Story. Yeah. yeah, it would have been so much I, more I, impactful Carly, that way. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love to hate her. I, she's, I've loved all the different Carly actresses, and I always love to hate them, and I think they're great. But right now, I just... I, I can kick her off that cliff. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's go. Let's you, go a little further. What did you because you jumping Carly for one day and then kumbaya, he forgives us. Yeah, yeah. Well, Willow forgave yeah. her after thirty-five seconds. That was crap. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, you know, that was one crap. Day, I don't know how to write. Forgiving her. They've written Michael horribly for years. <laughs> And years mm-hmm. and years. So this does not, you know, yeah. I, I agree that's with your point, Lily, but, yeah, but this that's is nothing new for, for the character of Michael. But yeah. let's go even further now, because, G.H., I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing with the two babies. And I'm going to tell you right now, stop Lord it. Lord Jesus. Stop Don't it. even go We just went through this. We just A went baby, through this. The only, A baby switch. The only thing I will accept as far as babies not going home with their mamas or, or, or their daddies because their mama just died, um, the only thing I will accept it is that they push Sasha over the edge again and she takes one of those babies and goes on the run. That's it. If you give us a recycled storyline for the fourth time now, G.H., Lord have mercy, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. All right. And they can't <laughs> have Heather take it. They can't have um, Heather take it. Oh, I wanted to ask real quick for you. The um the spoiler for the GH is with um Portia and Curtis's wedding coming up. Pay close attention because the Sprina fans are going to be excited. There's something that's going to happen. The Sprina uh, fandom, so be prepared for they that. It's going to get crazy at the wedding. They better kiss on Valentine's Day. I'm putting it out there, Sprina Nation. I got y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh no, Ken! Mm-hmm. It's oh, deeper I'll, than that. It's I'll go you one that. even oh, further. Let me get a little it tent- be deeper. It better be deeper. They better get tipsy and end up in a bedroom on the Hornet Star and let let let. Um, oh, no, 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 yep. no, no, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. We're we're not the Hornet Star. You know what happened last time on the Hornet yeah, Star? Yeah, Rest in peace, Kiki. That's true. All right. Take- Rest- Take it up to the Metro. I hear you. I hear you. No, because no Metro Court. That's named after Spencer's mama. Come on now. 
<laughs> I got a quick I got a quick question. How do y'all feel how do y'all feel about Trina turning out to be uh Curtis's daughter because Portia's keeping it a secret? How do y'all I'm, feel about I'm, that? Are you I'm hoping that. No. I'm I'm not, not I'm hoping I'm praying to self Jesus this is not this is not happening. I'm I'm when I say I'm praying, I am doing the whole rain dance. I am doing the electric slide. I'm doing the break dance. I'm doing the robot. I do not want Trina to be Curtis's daughter for so many reasons. Yeah, but Candace, don't forget I'm dancing Stella with already Candace. knows. Stella knows. I, I'm dancing with Candace too. Let's let 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 let's do a um. What's that thing called? The conga line. Come on, Chinky body, baby, do the conga. All right, I get one in tonight. Chicken wing and a chicken. Da da I'm okay with the paternity change. I'm okay with the paternity change, but but, but not if it paves the path for Curtis to go back to Jordan. That's the only thing I don't want. I don't enjoy them together, and Jordan's been holding this over her head, thinking it's her trump card, you know, like she might get him back. But, you know, and I don't like that. Rachel, you bring up a whole point. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. I, GH, I will give you this for free. You don't even have to cut me a check. I, I Jordan, finally can't take it no more. Right before the wedding, right before the vows go off, does anyone object? Oh, yes. Baby, baby, you going to tell him who the daddy is? And then Marshall goes, no, no, can't be. No, no, can't be. Because Stella and I already checked to make sure that she's not crazy. Okay. So, I'm going to help you out with something. I'm going I'm to meet Rachel and Anthony in the middle. You know how you said Jordan? Jordan has, has knows about this, right? Okay. Yeah. That is out. Yes. Theoretically. How come, we, how come on screen Jordan hasn't gone to Portia and says, and kind of like bait her? Well, How come I mean, since you know, Jordan? I'm sorry. Wait, wait Candace, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer you that. How come since Jordan has had her eat, pray, love moments, and she don't want to be, she want to be all by the rules and all by the books now. How come she didn't say you tell him? She did say you tell him before I have to. But now weeks and months have gone by. How come she don't say I'm not letting you walk down that aisle? So, right. you tell Thank him, you. or I'm going to hit you right the night before the wedding, and I'm going to blow all of your poop poop right out the water. Well not, well, not only that, but, like, to me, if you're going to play the beats, right? See, G.H., okay, once again, I will take the Venmo. Anthony's being nice. I'll take the Venmo mm-hmm. checks. But the thing is, is that, again, I bet a lot of fans forget that Jordan knows. Because you, like you Jordan said, knows. you had to say it one time, one time, right? Maybe two on a lucky day. But you should have had them cross paths to the point where when Portia's with Taggart and everything, Jordan's standing right there kind of giving the side eye. Like, remember, I know the truth. And you still haven't said anything. Or go up and say, so, did you tell them yet? Like, kind of, like, it's like the time is ticking. And then, like, you know, when I can see Jordan being that little sassy snark, right, when Curtis and, and, and Portia are around each other, and I can see Jordan says, you know, it's something about being honest with the person that you love that makes everything so much better. 
Don't you agree, Portia? Or do it right there with Trina. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do need to play that part because, yeah, at the wedding, you're going to have Jordan there. You're going to have Stella. You're going to have Marshall. You're going to have um, uh, Anthony, David, me, Rachel, Will. Well, we're going to be there at the wedding, February 14th. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, and when I – Me and Rachel are going to be the ones with the martinis in the that. back. <laughs> Stella knows because you remember she questioned Portia about taking that. Well, I, that I know, but I'm just uh, saying is that again we know Stella knows because well Stella knows everything, but the fact is is that right. Jordan again I bet people forgot that Jordan also knows. But Jordan well, the whole time Jordan. Yeah, Just real quick, Jordan knows she was kind of in and out with the gaff stuff happening, and Portia said, like, that one thing. But I don't know why Jordan hasn't gone and, like, run a DNA test and, like, sent, yes. sent that in with her RSVP that she wants the chicken, you know, at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, you I can, can answer that, Rachel. Stuff. Mm-hmm. I can answer mm-hmm. that, Rachel. There's something, in, there's something in Jordan's purse that the writers thought we forgot. Don't forget that, that – um, about Cyrus. He was going to do that. <laughs> He's going to do a test. He's going to do a test, but then the writers dropped that real quick. So I think it's going to be brought yeah. back. Yeah, I hope so. Because she needs, right now, she just, she has kind of a foggy thing and just Portia's guilty reaction. But she doesn't 100% know. I think mm-hmm. she's hoping She's hoping because yeah. she thinks that's her, her back door back in. Yeah, yeah. Hurt suspicious. She's suspicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would lie to stay with Donnell Turner. I mean, look at him. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's hit one more GH storyline before we move over to Genoa City. And General Hospital, I, I'll go first on this one. You gave us weather, what was it, last winter around this time? Uh, that it was hot as heck, and then it was cold up in the sun. You gave us that, and you dropped it. You hinted to us what was going on. Then there was the diamond being stolen. That went nowhere. It was stupid. Y'all don't know what to do with this storyline, and I think even to this moment, they don't know what to do with this storyline, and Lord have mercy. It is so time to end this. I love Charles Shaughnessy, and had they have written Victor to be anything but what he is right now, I probably would be so on board with him being the Valentine that should have been Valentine when Valentine came on canvas that they threatened us for, I don't know, what was it, seven or eight years about how dastardly and devious and mean. Says 1999. Uh-huh. The worst now you bring in... ever. You bring and he was the hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now you bring this all in. You have played this storyline in 27 directions, which out of 27, only two or three of them can kind of make sense if you want to forget a couple of facts along the way. Um, it, it is time. It is time. You are promising us that it is all going to be blown up at the nurses' ball this year. It is time to yes. kill this storyline and cremate it. Don't even give us the possibility that Dr. Roth is going to cross open networks and be holding somebody dead for a couple of years and bring us back. Cremate this damn storyline. It's got to go. Take it away, David. Absolutely. Um, I'm waiting for Victor to get his. He should have gotten it a long 
he should have been getting it along the way. I mean, he's just getting away with everything. And it looks like Nurse's Ball time is going to be that time for the 60th. Um, with Jane coming back just in time, and I hope we get... I hope there is a loop in the forecast. <laughs> Willie? I'm coming to you last, Candace. Willie? <laughs> All right. Rachel? Uh, you know, with this, with this Victor thing, it's not entirely clear to me what he wants and what he's up to. And it, to the point that it's not a hidden agenda, I don't think they've thrown enough darts at the dartboard yet in the, in the writer's room to where they've even decided, you know, it's very, it's very frustrating. I'd be down for seeing him get with Ava. I think they'd be a lot of fun and could burn everything down. But with, with, we know that Nicholas is leaving abruptly, apparently without filming his final scenes, you know, all this. And uh, the only thing I've seen him really want is them divorced. And I, I don't know. It's just, I feel like he's just a villain who's got one leg nailed to the floor and he's just going in circles and it's lame and he's a great actor and he was a good recast and just, eh, I'm just, eh, you know, that's where I'm at with that. Go ahead, Candace. Okay. Once again, GH, we need to have a talk. Okay. So you did promise some big um, shockers come April. We know that, um, you know, Sonya Eddie will be getting an episode dedicated to her. Thank you, GH. You did that right. Then yeah, you got yeah. the nurses' ball. You got you got Jane Elliott coming back. It's supposed to be a long period of time, and then you have a storyline that is going to be like must see TV. Hmm. Yeah, okay, hold up. So, so hold right there, Candace, because you know what the storyline is going to be. Lucy's going to come back, and she saw Luke, and Luke is nowhere to be found. And that's going to be well, the second talk of well that's, well, well, that's the thing is that you okay? Let's let's go back a year ago, you guys. Remember last year? Woo! We had so much fun. Woo! And they killed Luke Spencer. Now, mm-hmm. <laughs> you killed Luke Spencer, and you didn't do any. You didn't do credit to it. Okay. You introduced the Ice Princess. You introduced the Ice mm-hmm. Princess storyline. Dropped okay. it. Yep. You dropped it even you though had you couldn't drop. You shouldn't have. You had, well, here's the thing. You still had people to represent the Ice Princess storyline. And don't say, look, Tony Gary wanted me to tell y'all something. He said he was unable <laughs> to come over because, well, there's something called COVID, and he's enjoying his life right now. But you still had Jeannie. You still had Nicholas. You had Charles. You had James Peck Stort. You had Nancy Lee. You still had enough you people. You got Robert Scorpio, too. Right. You have yep. all of them where they could actually redo and introduce the Ice Princess to a whole new generation. Okay. Pause that storyline in March. Fast forward to now. Okay. The 60th anniversary is upon us. And, and whether you like to hear this or not, I agree. Luke Spencer needs to be back. Okay, let's do the adventure. We got Jane Elliott back, okay? We all know Tracy knows that Luke is probably somewhere hiding out. There's a heist going on. 
You got Victor Cassidy, who, by the way, GH, just in case you forgot, Mrs. Wu poisoned Victor. So I don't know what the poison has done yeah. to Victor, but um, and it's taken a long time to work. Okay. Yeah. You. It's it's like something can happen I where we got about that. Yes. See, yep. I'm yep. gonna help you. But here's the thing. Spoiler that was given out from Proper Digest and other places too, but this is a solid one. Remember that uh, poor Charles is gonna go against. Uh, Victor Cassidy this spring. So that's also okay, this so let's my do the theory. Who killed Victor Cassidy? Um, yeah. Yeah, my theory is that he, Lucy does return, yes. But my theory is she's probably going to be a hired gun to shoot after somebody. Well, you know, like okay. mind control. Mind control. But that's just my guess. Well, okay, don't forget that they brought Selena Wu into this with some shady. There's something coming from the West Coast. Drop that storyline. Then they had right. Selena move and in on Curtis's club. Drop. The, I mean, not that that's not right. She's still working at and, Curtis's and, club, and, and but that was also, supposed to be something big. But hold up, can we even go there even further? Okay, who thinks there was supposed to be a who killed Victor Cassidy storyline? Me. Er, oh okay. yeah, yeah maybe. And I'm gonna tell you what happened. I'm gonna. This is Candace's opinion. I don't. You know. I think because what happened behind the scenes with um, Marcus, right? I think they scrapped mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I think because again, when Mrs. Wu poisoned Victor, I think that was supposed to be his death sentence. Okay. I think because the stuff that happened behind the Right. Because I mean, remember it was Holly. Do we know she did it? Right. She did. Well, she did what, give it, it to she did. what it should have been was that the same poison that Selena gave to Victor is the same poison being used on the hook. But, you know, go on. We're right. I, well, we ain't talking about the hook. Please don't make me talk about the hook. I can't do this anymore. Um, <laughs> by the way, GH, that's, that's your next storyline that you got to fix. Candace, what about the mystery huh? company that's going after Sunny? Are they in the mix, too? Pikeman. Lord, I Pikeman. forgot about that, too. Yeah. So did the writing. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It's called they Titan, might be the Days of Our Lives. Pikeman. Yeah, Pikeman. Titan. Look, we got a Days of Our Lives crossover coming up. Okay, cool. But no, the thing is, is that it's so much. It's so, when I tell you just now, my mind just raced because I'm like, okay, GH, what you, what you need to do, what you need to stop, you, you need to stop this right now. I know you're excited about turning 60. We, the daytime fans, are really excited that you made it to the 60th. Do you hear me? Okay. But, mm-hmm. but, 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 but you need to kind of put a closure on some of the stories that has been taking, and this is no pawn, for having a day to tell. You had the hook storyline. Okay. Who is the real hooker? Okay. Because if it's not Esme and it's not Heather, you might as well just say it's Ryan and call it a day. Number two, this paternity stuff with Trina, uh-uh. We're, we need to end this right now because this ain't fun anymore. The Spencer and Trina kiss, it needs to happen before I hit 41. Do you hear me? Okay. The whole Austin, what is Austin's purpose? Maybe he's with Pikeman. Wait a minute, hold on. Here's the thing. I had to re- I had to go back, right? Because I was like, Mason, who the heck is Mason? And the only Mason I could think of 
y'all going to be laughing really hard when I say this. Anthony's going to get me. The only Mason I was thinking about was Julia and Nathan from Santa Barbara. <laughs> oh, Lord, Mason. <laughs> Lord, Mark. Yes. Yeah, I get it. Okay. So, so but again, see, this is the thing, GH. Stop. Yeah, stop, stop, stop putting new characters on because I'm getting confused. Because it's like, all right, Cody, what is Cody doing? You know, he's pining after the, what could have happened with him and Britt. Okay. You, you know, you, you've got Elizabeth's mom back in town. Lord Jesus. You need to fix some of these stories before you can do anything else. And you need to understand that, look, we all want to pay off. We want to pay off. We do. But not a, okay, this is what we're throwing together. Ta-da. You... <laughs> Yeah. Use your imaginations. You know, Use your imaginations, writers. And I'm not just saying this for GH. I'm saying for all the writers. Use your imagination. Get outside no, of the box. Not only, yeah, exactly. You know get outside of your box. Because not only use your imagination, but they can get away with so much more than they could get away with five years ago on daytime television. And they are stuck in this. We are afraid to push the envelope uh, mm-hmm. you know, pattern. All four of them are. But GH, you know, you are the worst offender of it because you are the one that goes off the map the most, and then you come back with these wannabe logical, changing history, makes no kind of sense, right? I'm sorry, but they changed the Elizabeth storyline at least four different times mm. before they came up with what it was going to mm-hmm. be. They have, and they, this is the pattern that's been going on for a good five years now. Look at Alex Anna Devane. Look at, I'm Come on. And to all of the fans out there who are, you know, you want to be Team Nina? Great. You want to be Team Carly? Great. Here's the deal, okay? Every single one of these characters has done something shady. Every single one of these characters has been saved by somebody at some point. Every single, you know, you have signed the contract. Every time you press that remote or, or click that key or however you access your show, you sign that contract over and over again that you are entering a world of suspension of belief. You are agreeing to – we are going into a world that, does, that is a different universe than the world we currently live in. So you've got to just kind of suck it up or get, and get over it. Having said that, though, I will applaud. There have been so many amazing scene moments over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Britt and, and Liesl being at the top. I, yes. I, I yes. liked the dynamic in the chapel. I will say that I would have written it quite differently, but with those two actresses, they could have been reading the phone book. Uh, Willow's your daughter. Uh, Willow Tate, 751-456-7171. You know, and they still would have knocked it out the park. Okay. One last piece on General Hospital, and then we will go over. I know I said General City before. I meant Salem. One last piece on General Hospital. Yeah. Britt had to go. Brendel had to go for all of their various off-the-show reasons. I still think, right. you know, they should have just recast Brandon. I truly do. Selena has now got Gladys. The whole nine yards. Do not. Right. General Hospital, do not tie Austin and Mason into Selena either unless you have got a grand master plan with Selena because you've got fabulous Oh, you don't want that? You've got some – no, 
not with the history that General Hospital has shown us for the last five years. Now, if they've got a grandmaster plan and, and she's going to burn parts of her, if she's going to be the victor that Victor should have been, then I'm all for it. But they, they, I don't – I love General Hospital. I've loved it for, for almost 40 years. No, no, wait, hold up. Three years old. Okay, for 42 years. Yes, I just told y'all people my age as well. Yeah. I've loved it, you know. But the writers for the last couple of years, they keep doing this to us and dropping us down. Yeah. Honestly, instead of killing our Brit, should have sent her on, on her e pray love journey with the possibility of her coming back because I know she's going to London for love. But if it don't work out, girlfriend's going to need a paycheck. But like she said, you know, no one's ever dead in soap operas. Y'all should have killed off Austin. Anybody want to say anything else about General Hospital before we head over to Salem? No, I'm, All right, then. All aboard, please fasten your buckled seatbelt. The slides come out, and let's hop on over to Salem. Uh, Rachel, have you started? You haven't started us off on anything. What's, tell us about days right now. Tell us about days right now. Okay. So part of my love-hate with days, this was the very last soap I came to as a, a soap news editor. And I'm, I'm addicted to it. I love Ron Carlavati. I love the very fact that it is like uber campy Sophia soap on the air, you know. Um, Passions 2.0. But, but just all, all the constant resurrection. And so, but mm-hmm. with that in mind, because I, I, I'm, I'm watching Roman walk around with that urn of Kate <laughs> And I don't think Dr. Rolf, Dr. Rolf cannot bring her back from that urn, but, but I feel like there's going to be a divine resurrection where they, you, the, the angels bring her back. The only thing I'm curious about is if Susan Banks is going to come back to life too, because that would be so great for Elvis Jr. who needs to be concentrating mm-hmm. on spending more time shirtless so that I can see that. Amen. Oh, All right. I'm sorry. That's why I'm going to throw this out there before we go to the next person. I'm praying. I am so praying. Ron, I, I, I agree, Rachel. I've been a big fan of yours for years and years and years. We've, we've had coffee together and so on and so forth. But going forward, they did a time jump two years ago. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. I am almost praying that somebody wakes up in bed and the shower is running in the bathroom and the last two years have not happened. Oh. Just full Dallas, Ooh, full Dallas. That's what you want, right? Just, just full Dallas, just full Dallas. Not that there's been a lot of great stuff in the last two years, but, you know, the, uh, Turner was great in the 80s. You, you know, we've done this. We've done this. You brought Bowen Hope back. I'm, I'm on board for that. That I'm on board for. But the rest of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we could, we could go back two years and start all over again. All right, let's go to Willie. All right, really? The rumors are true. Oh, go ahead. The rumors are true. The devil is coming back to Salem. If you didn't know about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Anthony, didn't you bring that up earlier? I, I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Anything else from mm-hmm. you, Willie? Uh, right, no. Go ahead, girl. Okay, so. <clears throat> Let me just say this right now. Um, based off of the stuff that we've seen in the last couple of episodes, I want to give an audible shout-out 
you um, some 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 actors who sometimes gets overlooked on Days of Our Lives. Um, Give her the one especially that we after about. today, especially today and yesterday's is Drake Holgerson. Um, yeah. I'm going to say, Ron, I will give you this. Ron, I'm going to give you this. You writing, your writing has given Drake a lot of good material. I will give you that. You know how to write for John Black. And what I saw today is why, Ron, you was picked to go to Days of Our Lives. Because you get it. You get you get the the value of Days of Our Lives, which is family. That has been one of your main strengths yes. as a writer. You know how to write for the family unity. I also want to give a shout out to Stephen Nichols. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Patch, Luz, and Kayla, and then, you know, him and Stephanie, and then him and Kristen Demira. He is yes. And the final person, and y'all going to be like, what is Josh Taylor? Yeah. Because you. you bring up the urn, right? And, yeah, you know, I'm like, damn, that was quick. Uh, you know, with Kate in the urn, I'm like, damn, that was quick. But the thing is, is that Roman has lost his sister, his current, and his former love. He's lost. Mm-hmm. And his mama. And his mama. And his mama. But okay, I mean, not the devil, and, but and, and, yeah. Right, but I'm just saying, in the last couple of hours, quote unquote, in Salem time, he's lost all three, right? Okay. Yep. So, with Days right now, I feel as though this, this to me is what Days is. This, the, 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 and you're right. I mean, they did do a time jump that they seem to have forgotten about. I'm not shaming you, but I'm shaming you. Okay. There's some hits and misses right now with the show. It is. I'm not going to ju- I'm not lying. You know, it is. But to me, when I'm seeing the scenes with, you know, with Patch and, and John and Roman and, you know, the children, like with Eric. Oh, my God. Greg Vaughn. Greg Vaughn. Greg Not only is Eric, Eric is such a vulnerable character right now. And Brady, too. Yeah, he is. And, I, and I'm going to say mm-hmm. something. Dave, again, and I'm going to give, I'm giving shout-outs to the writers, to Ron, to Ryan, to Jamie, to David, to Richard, to Caroline, to Darrell Anthony, hey, boo, to Janet, to Jan, all of them, right? I love how they tied the history. When you had Will talking about how he came out to his grandmother. Mm-hmm. Such a big moment. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Now the flip side. Gabby and Stefan and mm. Lee. Questionable. Okay. It's, how can I say this? I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I feel as though they let me down with Lee, with Gabby. I understand that Gabby has, like, the first person to truly love her was Stefan. I get it. But I'm just like, something is, 
something has something was missing from the storyline. And then you got Chloe. It's not historic to begin with. Well, it's not. It's not. It's it's like okay, I get. Okay, in the soap operas, you know, we know that nobody's really dead, quote unquote, right? All right. And when they come back, it's sort of a journey to get back to the person that you was with, right? I feel as though mm-hmm. there, there was something that was missing because, yes, when Stefan woke up, he said, where's Gabby? So you knew he was thinking about Gabby. Gabby has moved on with her life. Yes, she still remembers him, but she's moving on. Swiss, Lee knew that the boy was alive. Okay. But then you do, and Ron, you guys, you redid the whole Chad, Abby, Bell storyline with these three. Because you had Chad <laughs> yeah. brainwashed to love Bell. And not like Abby. Mm-mm. You did the same thing, but it was just with Chloe. And then when Chloe had told Brady, because Brady didn't tell her about the plan, oh, I wish you would have confront. you know, you would have told me what was going on. But yet, Chloe, you said you're conflicted because you have feelings for stuff. I'm like, girl, did I miss something? I'm like. Yes, Thomas and Hope all over again. Thank you. Yeah, it was, but it was, it's worse because it's like, so, Chloe, just because Brady didn't share something with you, you go ahead and you're like, oh, I love Stefan. Oh, Stefan treated me for my birthday. Whoopee! Seriously? Mm. Okay. Dr. Roth is missing. Huh, I wonder who has him. Hi, Megan. Can't wait to see you, girl. Mm. And then you have, you know, um, what else you got? Sarah and Xander and Gwen. Sarah, girl. Let's have a talk. Cut your losses. Yep. Cut them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cut, but have you seen is, him? I mean, I have seen him. And I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I see that. It's like a true, like a true soap, yeah. soap diva. Like I see him. I want him. But no, Days of Our Lives is a candy yeah. shop. Oh, girl, all you got to do is go back a couple of weeks ago, right? Well, not a couple of weeks ago, about, I don't know, two months ago, and listen to the Greg Vaughn interview. You're welcome, America. I didn't get a yes and I didn't get a no. Just remember that. But the thing is, is that with, I feel so, like, that's another thing. And I used to like Sarah and Xander. Let me, let me preface this. But I feel as though, again, something is not clicking. And I think it's because they did what I thought they were going to do with Gwen. I called this two years ago. They're going to make Gwen an interesting character that is suitable for Xander. When when Xander's around Gwen, he doesn't have to fake it. He doesn't have to fake, you know, certain things. That's true. But with Sarah, he has to he has to be Hallmark. He has to be the Hallmark guy. Like, yeah, I'm a stand-up yeah. citizen. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's like, and Sarah, like, to me, Days, I would have put Rex and Sarah together because that's the kind of person that Sarah should be with. Wait, are they related? They're not related. Okay, got to make sure of that. No, they were together. But, they were yeah, together. They came on together. Yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just saying. But I'm just saying now, like Rex is sort of the suitable guy for Sarah. Think about it. Gwen went to bat for Xander, and Xander mm-hmm. is still lying to Sarah. But, he, but Gwen and him, they, they, they have this mutual understanding. And not for nothing, it helps that he's friends with Jack. Right. Five yeah. minutes, guys. 
Dave, you're doing good, though. Yeah, no, ultimately speaking, it's much more watchable, and I'm never going to stop watching General Hospital. Ultimately speaking, it's much more watchable than General Hospital, but it's time. It's time to give us the big pow for all of these hanging storylines now. But I got to say, though, you know, the resurrections, (laughs) as Rachel pointed out, case in the urn. So, <laughs> but Marlena, well, Marlena was in, was well, wasn't Marlena in like Ashes too? Marlena was like the last time when Marlena died. Yeah, because that's when they had that sequence where um they had the what if and her um ashes got splattered all over the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Yes, Tony was in yep. her well, too. Remember, she yep, was carrying Tony, Tony around. around. Leanne was carrying yeah, uh, Tony was, face was carrying Tony around for a long time. Yeah. The moral there of the story kids, is, yeah, exactly. You could be buried alive. You could be cremated. You could be put on ice. You can come back. Fortunately, fortunately for days, my favorite thing is vampire supernatural stuff. So I am down for all of it. I just love looking at the ashes and going, hmm, that's fun. I'm like, but you know what, Ron? Hey, Ron, real quick. I know I, I'm going to ask this question, but with Kate, why do I think they're going to pull? If you watch One Life to Live, you'll understand this reference. Uh, Al and Michael. You yep. guys remember hmm. Al? Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. I'm watching you, Ron. I'm watching you. <laughs> we agree. They call him Ron. They call him Rerun for a reason. Well, see, okay. <laughs> real quick, I'm going to say this real quick before we go. I understand it, but in this situation, it would actually work because of Days of Our Lives' identity. Because like you just said, Days of Our Lives, out of the four soaps, they are the most religious and also supernatural. So it could actually mm-hmm. work. I mean, Come on now, how many people have been possessed by the devil? Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and all I, mean, I got to say is no Garden of Eden. All I got to say is Garden of Eden. At oh, Eden. Yeah. When Austin I, and Greta. Yeah. I know y'all don't want to remember oh. that, but guess what? Yeah. Ron, Ron yeah. Carlo will jump the shark, back up, jump over it backwards, re-jump over the shark. He'll keep jumping it. It's fun. Hey, look, he, look, Days of Our Lives won the WGA Award this year. So real quick, round of applause to them. Three years even in though a row. They were the only one. Yeah. One minute and a half. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, everyone, three cheers for Days of Our Lives, absolutely, for, you know, their um, esteemed accomplishments. I am definitely, I am definitely waiting on what the devil is going to bring into Salem. Everybody else, you know, (laughs) take a listen to our podcast tonight. We've given you some really good ideas. Everybody out there, we'll be back in two weeks with another fabulous show and um, don't forget, Forever and a Day, come back real, real soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, February 6th, baby. Oh, my God. That's not that far. Oh, my God. I just realized that. That's a few weeks almost. Yeah, it sure is. is. All right, everyone. Have a great evening and a great Thank week. Thank you, everybody. And keep good watching, night. Night, Rachel. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Be, be well, be blessed, night. be safe. 
Bye, everybody. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit TakeTwoRadio.com.